Education and technology. Welcome back to Textination. I'm Fred Fishkin. The technology advisory and investment firm GP Bullhound is out with an education technology report. And joining us is VP Jason Nordlicht. Hi, Jason. Hey, Fred. How are you today? Terrific. Well, let's talk first uh, about a little background. Tell us about GP Bullhound. So GP Bullhound uh, is an investment, a global investment bank that helps its clients raise capital. Um, you know, we usually do it through four different avenues. So that would be investment, uh, sell side M&A, buy side M&A, uh, research and events. Then we also have capital transactions. Um, one avenue that is of particular um, interest to us is education, and more specifically, education technology. Um, so what we did was we went ahead and put together a report of the seven most kind of prominent trends that we have been tracking across the education technology space. Uh, we think each of these seven trends are really kind of poised for outsized growth uh, within the educational ecosystem. Um, and when I say the educational ecosystem, that really kind of spans early childhood education uh, to K-12, um, higher education, post-secondary, and then corporate and professional learning. Uh, so basically, these trends that we've identified really span the entirety of that education ecosystem. And uh, we really kind of see a lot of growth opportunity. I imagine the pandemic had uh, a significant impact on on technology and education? Absolutely. So uh, we saw a really big uptick in remote and asynchronous learning modalities uh, coming out of COVID. And uh, I think that's really kind of had an, a really large impact on adoption of education technology and a lot of the tools and applications um, that work best online or in you know remote or asynchronous modalities. And uh, we're seeing a huge uptick and you know a lot of I think COVID really shone a light on a lot of the benefits and the demonstrable efficacy that you're going to see, um, you know, across a lot of these trends. One of the areas that you looked at was game-based learning. Tell us about that. So game-based learning is something that we've seen really kind of pick up in, in recent times. Um, it's usually coupled with gamification. So I'd say that the, the key difference is that gamification is really kind of gamifying or making game-like elements of things that are not inherently game-like. And then game-based learning is really just using the games for learning, um, you know, applications. Uh, we've seen that, you know, student engagement and learning outcomes are very positively impacted by gamification and game-based learning. We're also seeing tremendous growth in the space. So if you look at game-based learning, um, you know, back in, you know, 21, we're seeing a spend around 7 billion. It's expected to grow tw about 23% plus to over 15, um, you know, by 2025, which is just a tremendous amount of growth. Uh, we think that this will be coupled with some growth in AR and VR as well, um, because the applications are really endless when you kind of combine the two. Um, but gamification and game-based learning has really seen an uptick, I think, because there's so much interest in the U.S. and abroad uh, on gaming. I think that, you know, inherently, if you kind of look at, um, you know, gamification and game-based learning, people are super interested um, in, you know, gaming and uh, they, it kind of creates higher engagement. 
And I think coming out of the pandemic, that that's only kind of grown and we're going to con- kind of con- uh, continue to see it grow over time. Are we talking about things like Roblox or what are we what are we talking about? For, for sure. So, I mean, that could definitely be incorporated in it. When I think of kind of game based learning, there's, you know, you could even consider Kahoot quizzes. I mean, there's just a number of different, you know, uh, companies out there that kind of play in this space. We interviewed a really interesting one called Classcraft. We spoke with CEO Sean Young, who kind of who gave us his kind of take on, you know, where the gamification and kind of game-based learning markets are headed. And, um, you know, really, really interesting read um, there. I guess it's uh, getting kids where they where they like to be, right? And, uh... Exactly. That's exactly right. So, um, and not just that, I mean, we're seeing teachers uh, really also enjoy kind of, you know, the, the benefits of game-based learning as well, uh, in the, both in and outside the classroom. Tell me about the AR and, and VR, virtual reality, augmented reality, uh, what we're seeing now and where you think it's going. So right now, um, what we're seeing is kind of a high growth stage for AR, VR. Um, where it's going, I think, is, I mean, the opportunities are really endless with um, spending on education technology almost tripling over the next, call it, you know, five plus years. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot of innovation within the AR, VR space that makes it more affordable for the average consumer. So when you start thinking about kind of students and how they intake their information, I think there's going to be quite a shift over the next few years here as AR, VR applications continue to refine, continue to innovate, um, and continue to become a little bit more affordable. Like a really good kind of example of what I mean by that would be if you look at a headset for an AR VR headset, so K-12 schools might not have the budget or might not have kind of the, the, the desire to kind of spend on these AR VR headsets, which could be fairly uh, expensive. But with the increase in spending and focus on things like AR VR in ed tech, um, we expect that to kind of alleviate some consumer concerns about the products in the, in the near term. So um, all of this spending on ed tech and technologies like AR, VR, building out that efficacy and kind of the, the learning, the improvements to learning outcomes, I think it's all going to really kind of culminate in, you know, a really big kind of growth uh, phase for AR, VR and gamification and game-based learning. And I think are if there, you look are at there, co- are there companies specifically looking at uh, building headsets that uh, are really suitable for classrooms? Definitely. So, uh, I mean, another really good interview, we, we spoke with Z-Space, um, who's really big within the AR, VR space and also within K-12. Um, and they have some really interesting thoughts there. I think that, you know, there, there's just an unbelievable opportunity to integrate AR, VR and game-based learning inside the classroom. Um, and I think it's going to start taking place over the next couple of years here. You know, the pandemic uh, highlighted some of the issues around equity, making sure this technology is available to all. Seems like there still is a lot of work to be done, and maybe that's even going to be magnified if we start talking about things like AR and VR. What are your thoughts? So, yeah, I think think educational equity is something that's going to become increasingly important. I think that uh, it's something that people will continue to need to focus on over time. Uh, just like if you look at cybersecurity, uh, you know, a, a lot of remote and online learning is made, uh, you know, it, it's kind of led to an, a boost in cyber attacks as well. 
Um, so if you kind of look at, you know, AR, VR and gamification, I think, you know, educational equity is something that people are going to start focusing on a bit more, just like, you know, as we continue to build out things like asynchronous and remote learning, people are going to focus more on things like cybersecurity. So all of the benefits and the demonstrable efficacy we get to enjoy from a lot of these pieces of technology that improve learning outcomes, they're also going to make us kind of need to focus on things like educational equity. Um, you know, to make sure that things are kind of uh, they're, they're equitable for all learning communities moving forward. Kids, uh, no matter what their economic circumstances, have exactly. access to the technology on, on an equal basis. Really important. Exactly. Is there any place that people can go to to get more information about the work you're doing here? Definitely. I would advise uh, anybody who has any questions uh, to come take a look at the GP Bullhound website, review our report, download the report, uh, and feel free to reach out to, to me directly. That's jason.nordlicht at gpbullhound.com. Jason, thank you so much for spending time with us. Thanks, Fred.